Welcome to the Business Playdate, a podcast hosted by Lindsay White and Betsy Moorhead, two internet strangers turned business besties. We're two marketing professionals living across the country, raising our kiddos while running our own individual businesses. We built these businesses based on our experiences working in corporate management roles with the end goal to be able to show up for our families first. And we did it. We're so happy you're here with us. Now let's get into this week's episode. Hey guys, welcome back to the Business Playdate. We are excited for another fun episode. How are you, Lindsay? Oh, I'm good. Just another day, another Friday. We ran out of coffee again, so we need to go buy some more coffee. Oh God, we've started like keeping a back stock because we use K-Cups and we buy this very specific coffee from HEB, which is like the mother load of grocery stores in Texas. And... We have that. We drink this very specific coffee. It's called Texas Pecan, and it is delicious. And I can't like other coffee tastes disgusting now. So we keep like massive boxes of it in stock because we always run out. We use an espresso, and there's an espresso store in town. And when we lived in Tampa, the Nespresso like warehouse, I guess, or dealership, or whatever you want to call it, uh-huh. was like right down the road from us. So I would order it on my phone and it would literally arrive a few hours later. Like they were like, oh, nice, you know, overnight shipping and it would arrive within hours. I was like, this is fantastic. So since we've moved, I've not been able to get my coffee situation under control. So I always wait Dang. until we have like two pods left and then I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to go to the Nespresso store or we're going to be out of coffee. And so I'm on constantly like can you running order to the mall. It? Like, can you order yeah, it can. on like, a subscription? Probably, but like that would be too clever. That would be way too yeah, clever for me. Clever. That would be too easy. Too easy. Like Why would I do that? Service of delivering to the front door. Like it's 2024, and I just figured out I can get my groceries delivered. Okay, so like <laughs> coffee delivery—that's too clever. <laughs> maybe 20, maybe 2025. Yeah, that's, that's the year crazy. For that. Yeah. Uh, well, how are things going besides the coffee? Oh, we're good. We're all healthy, so that's always a good thing. The kids are back yes. in school, which is also a great thing. Um, yeah. How are you guys? We're doing good. We're doing good. We um, have had like a couple of really nasty days of weather here. And so it's like finally, it went from being like 19 degrees to then like three days of like nonstop rain. And so now it's like finally like getting back into some regular weather. So That's being good. able to get back outside and see some sunlight and feels nice. It's actually like 60 something degrees here today, which is unheard of. I mean, it has been in the 20s for the last two weeks. So it's very welcome. That's nice. I know it has been so cold and I am not a cold weather person. Yes. No, I know this. I it is prefer the not cold. For me. Do you? I You're do, nuts. but I'm also very like hot natured. And so, you know, and it's usually like 100 plus here all the time in the summer for like four months. I would take 100 plus any day. Oh, God. I didn't know we were that different. (laughs) Any day of the week. It's the Florida showing. Oh, man. You know what? And on par with what we wanted to talk about today, but 100 plus degree weather isn't out for me. Like, I'm not having that this year. In for me. It's an in over here. gosh, yeah. So to dive into what we were going to talk about, we're just going to kind of riff today and see where this goes. But we've seen this trend going around and we might be a little late to the game, but who cares? Because we do what we want over here on the business play date and it always (laughs) works out for us. 
Um, but we wanted to talk through some things that we've seen um, when it comes to marketing and business and just life in general and kind of walk through some ins and outs for us in 2024. Yeah. So why don't you, why don't you get started? Should we start on with some, with some outs, just like lay it out there? Yeah. Let's start with outs. I feel like we're a little bit more fiery about those. All right. I'll go first. Income marketing. Oh, that's out. That's out. That's an out for me. It's funny because I feel like everyone is so, everyone used to be, and I think that there's still obviously people who are pushing this narrative, but it's, I, to me, it's just not true anymore. But the like numbers are sexy, data is sexy, telling, giving people, you know, showcasing your 10K months, uh, you know, whatever months mm-hmm. is like the thing to do. And I just think it's a turnoff now. It's just an ick. Like it's just, it makes me like immediately unfollow somebody if I see that. Not only is it an ick too, like first of all, it's kind of slimy and skeezy, but second it of is. all, it is it, we're we're all smarter than this now. Like, yeah, okay, three years ago, I, and the online industry is obviously constantly changing and it's changing fast. I mean, marketing has always changed really fast, but in the online space, exceptionally quickly. And in this space now, it's like it changes so quickly. And we all know now that like you're using ads, you are spending money, you have a team supporting you. So your hundred k month, like you could easily be paying out 99 of that. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, um, it's very, we all know um, it. Oh yeah. And we, it's very clickbaity. It's very, um, it's bro marketing now. It's bro bro marketing. Right. But like, I see these huge names talk about how much I made in a year being a content creator or being an influencer. It's like, that is wonderful. Like I am happy for you. Yeah, but like how much time have you put into that before this year? Yes. Yes. Like how much time, how much effort? Like you didn't just like start making $20,000 a month from brand deals. Like you worked with- Do you have a full-time nanny and a house cleaner and someone doing your laundry for you and a house manager and all of these things? I'm all for- Yeah. I'm all for transparency. And like, I think it's great if you want to be like, here's the potential of what if you put in the work could happen. I'm all for transparency. But just to be like- I'm a content marketer and this is how much I made or I'm uh, You can do the same. Gen- yeah, I'm I, I'm a Jenna Kutcher and I this is how much I made or like how I made the 10k month. It's like that is wonderful. I'm happy for you. But don't give false hope to somebody that they can just start a business and do this and immediately start making that much money. Like let's get a little bit more transparent. Let's mm-hmm. detail out how we did all this because I know when I first started I was like, "Oh, hell yeah. Like look what I could do. I could probably make that much money. I'm smart. Look what a, my, my background is. I can put in the work. I could do that." Right. And I'm sorry, but it is like you have it's to sacrifice not- a lot and put in a lot yeah. of work to really get that. real and lucky. Yes. I think I saw something and I don't want to like misquote anything. So I'll have to look into this and maybe I can link something in the, in the show notes. But I think I saw something about like the FTC is like kind of cracking down on income marketing a little bit. Like people can't falsify these like interesting. Hopes. And I think, I, I think we talked about this not that long ago, not on the podcast, but just in general. Um, so, I know that there was some talk about the FTC cracking down on MRR and things like that. My dog's about to freak yeah. out because we just had a package delivered. <laughs> I, can't, I can't hear Friday. It's Friday. Let Friday bark. Yeah, it's her day. Um, I'll have to look that up. And then 
if if it's if it's true, then I'll we'll link it in in the podcast notes. <laughs> but um, I don't know. It's just like it's an, it's an out for me. It's a no. Like I, anytime I see it, immediately unfollow. Immediately like have like a little bit of less respect for the person. Like I just it's it's icky and it mm-hmm. it feels very like used car salesman to me. I said but it. I think too, I mean, speaking of ins, this is a not very exciting in, but you're mentioning the FTC and they're cracking down. I mean, Google is cracking down on their email transparency yeah. and spamming and phishing and all of those things. And I think we're going to continue to see that this year. A lot of just rules and regulations being put in place for some of these tactics that have been commonly used for the last 10, 15 years that aren't necessarily best practice, aren't necessarily ethical I think we're going to start mm-hmm. seeing a lot of actual regulations being continued to be put in place and evolved into things that, you know, will have real ramifications against them. Yeah. I mean, and, you know, the online space has been growing immensely, especially in the last three, four years. But it's and still so new. It's still so new. So, of course, eventually there's going to be all these rules and regulations put in place. And then, you know, it's kind of like um, like direct to customer, like direct to marketing, like a multi-level marketing, like direct to consumer, like, or no direct marketing sales, like an, like an MLM type thing, you know, before there, there weren't as many rules and regulations, I think around that type of business. But as things kept going as like kind of some more crazy things started happening, more rules and regulations got put around it. And now I think it's a better opportunity for people sometimes to kind of know what they're getting into. Right. Like it's less of a fad now and it's more of a real, it's a real thing. Yeah, so I, I ex- 100% expect to see more of that coming in the online space, coaching especially, mm-hmm. and um, you know, offering like digital products. Like when you're the expert of something and you're offering a service, like especially like I remember when I first started my business, and this kind of goes into the next out a little bit. But when I first started my business, like thinking, do I need to get like cybersecurity insurance, you know, like I'm going to be taking on like, you know, so this probably goes to the next out, which I'll talk about is like going to Facebook groups or like Reddit threads or just anything where like random people are commenting for legal or business or any type of medical advice is a total out for me. Total out, especially like Facebook groups is like such a big one where anyone could be behind that profile photo. Yes. You never know. I'm getting scammed on Facebook Marketplace left and right a few days ago. Like, (laughs) you never know who's on those things. I got scammed um, on Craigslist recently. Oh, dear God. I didn't even know Craigslist. I tried to buy Kelsey Ballerini tickets. You know, I should have known I was going to get scammed. Oh, my God. How funny. Um, But yeah, you know, I just think there's a lot of not great people in this world. And I don't think I'm going to like go to a Facebook group for advice on uh, like some legal issue, like Mm -hmm. with my website or with, um, whether Mm -hmm. or not like I've got someone, uh, on my list and I can email them or text them accurately, like coming from the background that I've. And I think that there's a difference between like crowdsourcing information Mm -hmm. and actually seeking legal advice. Yeah. I was just about to say that. Or medical advice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You want to know like how long to cook your sourdough? We got you there. There's I got a good you. Facebook group for that. Yeah. You'll get 50 different answers. But all of that is great. But when you have a serious business question, like do your actual research, go to a reliable source, find call somebody, a call a lawyer, call a like 
business consultant, you know, somebody that has like or a CPA if you have questions about like taxes, you know, like don't rely on strangers on the internet for that information. Vet them. Exactly. Let's let's be smart people cuz I mean, I would even anyone rather, can get taken advantage of. Right? I would even rather be going to like YouTube where at least there's a little bit of credibility there where someone is likely, you know, stating like, "Hey, I am a specific type. I'm a divorce attorney. I don't know any other kinds of attorneys in my head right now, but like I'm a divorce attorney and I am qualified to answer these frequently asked questions in a generalized way. If you have Mm -hmm. a specific question, come to me, you know, with your specific, specific circumstances, but in a general Facebook group where there's absolutely no accountability, no one knows if you're actually a lawyer or not. Like people are just putting their opinions out there. Mm-hmm. And not to say that, like, we think everyone listening to this podcast is <laughs> going to Facebook it. groups for advice, but we have seen it ourselves. And I think the best thing you can do is either like comment, hey, maybe you should go ask an attorney, or hey, maybe you should go ask a professional and not like, mm-hmm. and you would think that people would do that, but you just never know. You, just never you really know. just never know, especially in the mom groups, people asking medical advice. It's like, have you called the doctor? Have you called my child your nurse is line? bleeding terribly? I don't want to take him to the ER because I don't want to get the flu, but we might need some stitches. What do you guys think I should do? Those are my favorite. I know. God bless it. We're all just, you know, we're all just doing the doing best our we best. can. But like, you know what? Let's let's leave the the professional business legal medical advice to the people who earned people. those degrees. Let's talk about an in. Let's talk about an in. An in. Um, let's talk about something positive. Yes. Yeah. Organic community. So yes, very you know, much an end. While we shouldn't be going to Facebook for our legal advice, I do mm-hmm. love the sourdough group I'm in. Mm-hmm. You know, I do too. You put me in there. It. I did put you in yes. there. You know, and last night I had a question about my sourdough and I got like five responses in two minutes and fixed all of my problems. <laughs> but I think building an organic community of people that you like and you trust and build friendships, like you and I are, we're an organic community now. Mm-hmm. Like we mm-hmm. were linked up together in an organic way. We didn't pay to be part of a market or a mastermind where we were, you know, yeah. brought together that way. But like organic community where everyone is in it for the benefit of the relationship and not some sort of personal benefit. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, I think that is so necessary in this type of business setting, but also in like, do you hear my cat? Sorry. I do. (laughs) He's obsessed with me. Um, My cat needs some good organic community over here. Um, Maybe you should get another one. Oh God. No. (laughs) The face that you just made. Ryan would literally leave. Like he would be like, I'm out. I'll come back when both the cats are gone. Thanks. (laughs) Um, Thor was with me before I met Ryan. So he's, mm. he's been around Part a, lot, of the deal. a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's true. Like the organic community, I think that's true in every aspect of your life. I mean, it's hard to make friends as an adult. It's hard to make friends as a Super hard. mom. Um, it's hard to make friends when you move to a new area. I know both of us can attest to that. Um, so like be, you know, maybe like put yourself out there a little bit and like try to figure out how you can build some organic community. And I think it's maybe a little easier when it's a little more difficult when your kids are so young because they're not as active in things and activities. Yeah. Even though like, I think both of our kids go to schools and like childcare facilities, it's like, it's difficult to make friends in those environments as parents. And so, you know, like now we're 
tip, dipping our toes into some extracurriculars and I've made some friends through Ellie's dance and then when like some other ways and church and like all of that. So it's really important to have organic community, people who are in it for the right reasons, you know? Yes, definitely. And I think too, like doing this kind of goes into like our next in, but doing whatever you want. I've been thinking mm-hmm. about community and just like who I am as a person, right? Um, a lot lately because I don't have very many friends here in Atlanta and trying to make friends. And it's been really hard to make friends because I A, am busy. B, my kids are still really young. So I'm not in these like circles of soccer moms and whatever, you know? Um, but like I was thinking about it the other day. I'm like, I don't want to make friends that aren't my people or like pretend to be Mm -hmm. someone that I'm not just to make friends. That's not something I'm trying to do. I want to be authentic to myself. And whether I look like a hobo when I go to school drop off, like if someone's going to judge me for that, then that's their problem. That's not my problem. They're not my friend. (laughs) It is. I saw a TikTok or something that was like, um, 2024 is the year of the low key, low, um, low stress, like, friendships, basically like Mm -hmm. the friends that you don't have to clean up your house before they come over. You're not worried about like, they're going to work, like they can tell your kids not to do something. Like you're, they're your true village. Like you can just sit around in like your pajamas and it not matter. And I'm really trying to cultivate those friendships because I have a lot of friends that live in other states that are, those are my friends. Like that, that, that's my Mm -hmm. people, but they live in other towns or other states, right? Like those are anytime we get together, it's just like that. Like we're, we are like each other's people. And so right. when you, when you make new friends, it's a little bit harder to show your true colors right, of, right away, right away. Right. You know, you're like, I don't want to like show you all my crazy up front, but I'm trying hard to like go into new friendships or like friends that maybe have only been around like a year or two and just be like, okay, I'm tired of like trying to act like I'm something I'm not like, here right. I am. Like here's this is who I am. Mm-hmm. Let's just my laundry's let's not all done. Out there. Yeah, no, my house is a disaster. My laundry's not done. I probably like haven't worn makeup or like washed my hair in I don't know a week. So this is it. Down to hang out. Yeah, this I'll is bring it. the wine. I'll bring oh, the yeah, wine exactly. and the cheese. Exactly. At least I'm here for a good time. Okay. Yeah. Right. Always. Always. Uh, so doing whatever you want, and I also think that that pertains to businesses too, as well. Like mm-hmm. you should be as we always say, authentic to yourself and your business or you're going to be resentful of it. Yeah. Don't feel like you have to do what somebody else is doing or not do it. Like if you want to do what somebody else is doing, do that if that feels right. And if you're like afraid to do what somebody else is doing because you think they're going to think you're copying them, like whatever, just do it. But right. Like make it your own. Yeah. This leads to the next out that I have, which is social media pressures. I think that's an out. Which mm-hmm. also, you know, doing whatever you want. Like, I think a lot of us have been present. <laughs> I'm going to sit here and bash on social media like I have been for the last month. My um, favorite thing is that we've both bashed on it, yet we're still a little active on there. Still a little active. I've been trying to be a little less active. I still don't know what the future is going to hold for me in the social media space. But um, I think that we've all created these businesses on social media and I still can't figure out why. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was actually listening to um, – I was doing some research for the Business Playdate website, and I was looking at other podcasts' websites. And so I looked at yeah. the Bossy Podcasts website, 
And because they have like kind of like similar size to us, but she is slash was a money influencer. And I actually have always followed her. It's Money with Katie. And she's good. She has great content. And she was saying in their podcast recently that she started her Instagram as just like a fun way to track like what she was doing on her like journey to retiring early. And I mean, she graduated from college in 2017. So she's significantly younger than than me at least. Yeah, me too. Right. And so she was like documenting that journey. And she's like, I think, and it just started morphing into a whole lot more. And not because I wanted it to, but because of the pressures that social media was putting on me, where I needed to keep up with like what the other people who were suddenly in the Mm -hmm. same space as me were doing. And I needed to launch this and I needed to hit these numbers or these goals. And I was putting all of these goals on myself and it was becoming something that it was never intended to be. And I didn't love it. I didn't love it anymore. It was work. Mm -hmm. It wasn't the enjoyment that I had started it to be. Yeah. And I find that fascinating because it's like, why what my computer's gonna die. Um oh no. <laughs> I, the <laughs> charger's not plugged in. Uh-oh, we came real prepared today. There we go. Um but it's like, why did we all I think that we get told so much, especially when you're on social media, right? You're on Instagram, all of the Instagram business influencers like Instagram is going to push that content to you because they want you to stay on Instagram Mm -hmm. so that content is so prevalent and we're getting shown this content over and over and over again that in order to be successful you have to be on Instagram when at the end of the day what is it doing is it actually Mm -hmm. like if you love it that's amazing if you're seeing great ROI from it amazing I love that for you but I'm not I mean, yeah. I know a lot of people who aren't. And then you get these the pressures of like, I have to make three reels a week and I have to create all these carousels a week. And it's taking me 20 hours a week to do this. And it's like, well, why are we doing that? We don't yeah. need to be doing that. Like, don't let the pressures of society tell you you need to be doing something when in reality, you could be creating something that's your own that's more authentic to you. Yeah. Snaps. Love that. Love that so much. It's so true in business, in personal, like the pressures of social media are just unreal. And yeah, it's definitely an out for, for 2024. We're no longer allowing social media to dictate how we feel about things. It's not going to be perfect feeds for me. That's for sure. No, no, there's no aesthetic over here. Nope. Um, this is another out doing it all, trying to do it all. Okay. Mm -hmm. Pick one thing and become good at it or focus on it or make it your priority. And I'm talking in your business because I'm the queen of trying to like, feel like I can do it all. I know you can relate to this because we've talked about it before. Mm -hmm. It is so overwhelming to feel like I need to be everything all at once to all of my clients, plus everything all at once to my family, plus everything all at once to myself. Mm -hmm. It's exhausting. I need to pick the one thing that I'm good at the one thing that I know is going to be the most beneficial for me in the long run. And I need to run with that. And then eventually, if I feel like it, like we talked about last week, I will decide if I need to get out of a plateau, I will make a bold choice and I will move forward. But for now, I'm going to just really focus on being great at the one thing that I know that I could be great at. So I'm done with trying to do it all. It's an out. It's an out. It's don't be a yes person. Honestly, maybe be a no person. Oh, wouldn't it be so nice to be a no person? But like, and this is also another out, but like 
being able to say no and set boundaries without people thinking you're being aggressive or like you're just being assertive. This might sound kind of mean, but um, I love it. My mom and me talk about it a lot. My grandma is a no person. She's constantly mm-hmm. saying no. Like you, if you come to her and you ask her to do something or you invite her somewhere, immediately you're going to get a no. Like mm-hmm. every time you know the answer is no. But then she comes back like, you know, a couple hours later, a couple days later, a week later, you know, depends what it is. And she's like, hey, I've been thinking about it and I actually do want to do that. And it's like, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> like, I love that. You said no. You set a, a boundary and then mm-hmm. you thought about it and then you decided it was actually a good yes for you. And yep. I think maybe we should all be more like that. She's being intentional. She's saying, no, yeah. I can't answer that right now. I don't want to do it. Let me, you know, and then she's thinking about it a little bit. I love that, Grandma. I love yeah. that. Like that. I need more of that in my life. I do too. I'm such a people pleaser. I know you are, feel that way as well. And I think. I'm always constantly like feeling like if I say no to something or if I put a boundary up, it's like going against everything within me yes. to do that. And I feel like I'm like but, offending someone. Mm-hmm, yeah. I was talking to a friend of mine um, who she just turned 40 and we all went to lunch together for her birthday. And one of the things I said was, what are you most excited about for this new, like um, this next decade? Like, what are you excited about for your 40s? And she was like, you know, I've really been thinking about that a lot. And she was like, I am so excited to just be who God intended me to be and be a grown ass woman and, you know, put everything I truly believe that I was put on this earth to do out into the world and not really give a shit what anybody else thinks. And I was like, damn, I love that. That's what I want. Yeah. I am so ready for that. And she said that, you know, she's a couple of things she had mentioned was like, you know, I'm not going to like allow bad behavior to happen. I'm going to put up boundaries. I'm going to say no to things. I'm going to do X, Y, and Z, all of this stuff. And I looked at her and I was like, you know what? You're really good at being assertive without coming off as aggressive because I think a lot of the times society and like, like the generalizations, which is like another out right for 2024 is like that if a woman is assertive, it comes off as aggressive Mm-hmm. And I know not everybody feels that way, but it is like it. It is it's a, a generalization like, that's made. It's a generalization yes. that is made, and I think you know it's like the whole like, oh, she's being bossy, but it's like, oh, but he's a boss, you know. Like, and I have to mm-hmm. like get into all of that talk right now, but I just think that I'm. I loved the, hearing my friend say that because I know she has struggled a lot with figuring all of this out. And now she's like entering her forties and she's like, I don't give a shit what anybody thinks. I'm just going to do me. I'm going to do what makes sense for me. And I was telling her, I was like, yeah, I heard this like quote that said in your twenties, you care what everybody thinks about you In your thirties, you care a little bit less and you start like figuring out what you want. But in your forties, you don't give a fuck what anybody else thinks (laughs) about you or anything else. And so I just I loved hearing this tracks. Yeah, it tracks. It does track because here I am 36 and I'm like starting to finally like care a little bit less what people think, a little mm-hmm. bit less about all of that and just really find myself and and sit with that and be okay in it. Um, I love that. So yeah, generalizations are out for 2024. We're all just going to be who we want to be and we're not going to worry about what anybody else thinks about it. Mm-hmm. We're covering some ground. We are. We are. Let's do another N. 
Yeah. This is a personal favorite of mine, but personal development yes. is a big N for me. I think it kind of goes hand in hand with probably what we were just talking about, but like I like to think of like prof- personal development, but professional development too on the business side, like honing in a skill, learning something new, like really mm-hmm. tapping into um, something that I know is going to move me forward as Betsy, as a human, as a mom, as a wife, as a mm-hmm. just living, breathing creature on this earth, like really like taking care of number one is what my yes. husband always says. He's like, you got to take care of number one. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, and that goes with the, the second in that we have underneath that one, which is like putting yourself first, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like those two go hand in hand, mm-hmm. knowing what you need and giving yourself that and developing yourself into the person that you want to be. Oh, that, I love this. I love where we've gone with this. It's a good episode. It good is. Episode. It is. But like, I think what are some like tangible things when it comes to personal development or professional development? Like, do you feel like those go hand in hand with each other? I do. I mean, well, I think... I'm going to refer back to, I don't remember what episode number it was, but our episode with Jennifer about mental health. Mm -hmm. I think that you can't put professional development ahead of your mental like state. If you are in a burnout spot or you are overwhelmed, like you need to put yourself first with movement, getting outside, Mm -hmm. building community, drinking mm-hmm. water, nourishing yourself. And if you sleep. can't do those sleep, and if you can't do those things, then that's where we're starting. Like that's yeah. where you should be starting. And so once you have those things nailed down and you're like, all right, I'm a sane person. Like I am sane. Then it's like, okay, now what kind of person do you want to be? Like, do you mm-hmm. want to hone in on the next level of your skill set? Do you want to learn a new skill? Like right now I'm kind of like really into SEO and I mm-hmm. want to dive into learning a lot more about that. Yeah. Um, so that's something that I know when my mental state is in a spot to take on more, that's probably where I'm going to, you know, push forward. Um, but right now I'm focusing on kind of like those burnout pieces, which I think mm-hmm. is just so important. Like going for a run. I know you're, yeah. you've been really good at that. Yeah. I was talking, I was actually, um, had a therapy session this week and I was talking to my therapist and like, we were talking about some stuff I'm working through and she was like, why don't you like take a step back and look at all the things you have accomplished this year and like for yourself and like, kind of like to kind of get my mind off of all the stuff we were talking about. And I was like, okay. And I started like naming off all these things that like I've been doing over the last like six to eight weeks that I like two years ago, okay, what are I they? never imagined. So like running like every day yeah. almost like, or moving my body every day. You have like, been never, so good at that. I would have never, like, I am shocked. I'm so proud of myself. Um, it's like, I, I'm not even doing it for the physical benefits as much as I am the mental benefits. I mean, I think mm-hmm. like you've heard me on like a Voxer with you before and after a run and how different yes. I sound. And I think it's truly just been like, I'm not even trying to like, run a 5k or a 10k or half, you know, all of that. Like I'm just getting out there and doing it because it makes me feel better. And I'm so proud of myself for that. Um, I like picked up a hobby. I know it's silly and we talk about it, but like the making the sourdough, like I've literally done it once a week since the beginning of the year. And it is like this therapeutic, like hobby that I'm finding. I'm using my hands. I love it. I feel like Like, there's something so great about like using your hands to create something and like watching Mm -hmm. it come together. Yeah. Yeah. It's challenging. Like you kind of have to like be 
specific with it or not and kind of see what happens. Like, I think that's really fun. Um, I've like, this is kind of also silly, but like here I am 36 years old and I'm like finally starting to make my bed every day and like not even Look like at you make it like put all the pillows on it. But like making it for me means like we're pulling the sheets up and the comforter up and making it like presentable so that at night we're getting into like a comfortable bed. And yes. even my husband was like, who like n- never makes the bed. <laughs> he was like, it is really nice to get into like a nice made bed. And I was like, I know now it's just like part of our morning routine. Um, so and nice. then the other, yeah, the other thing I like mentioned to her was, um, like the, like, uh, staying like within my work blocks and not feeling so overwhelmed by the house and like being really intentional with like, um, keeping the counters cleared off or like starting the dishwasher at night or, um, making sure there's toilet paper in every bathroom, you know, like little things like around little the house things that, that you feel like adults to. should be doing, but it's mm-hmm. hard. It is hard. And so I think. All of that is stuff that a year ago I would have been like, I will never get there. And here I am. And I think I, I do, I owe a lot of it to, you know, putting myself in a vulnerable state and like being willing to like put my mental health first uh, over the Mm -hmm. last year. And I think it's just only going to like go from up from here. And, um, Anyway, yeah. So like take doing that exercise with her where we like stepped back from like the conversation we were having. She was like, okay, let's step back and like let's th- focus on like the things you have done versus like worrying about the things you want to do. Right. And I mean, so that was a good little exercise. Good exercise. Mm-hmm. Good yeah, exercise. I think everyone could probably do that. Writing yeah. things down, journaling, like tapping into like the stuff that makes you feel good. And sorry guys, we just like lost some power. So we're back and we'll cut this in somewhere. Yeah. But how in the beginning of the, or not the beginning, but in the episode with Jen, you were talking about like you were making that costume for Lila and like how using your hands and how it like brought you joy and you just loved the creating aspect. Yes. Of it. I think that just goes back to like the sourdough thing, right? Like using your hands to create something brings you joy and find what brings you those moments of excitement. Yes, absolutely. And bring it to like whatever aspect of your life you can. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, okay. Uh, another out, and I think this is maybe the last out on that we have written down, but it's like doom scrolling. Oh, I out. doom scrolling and I've noticed a little bit of a less productivity in me this week because I've like been, been in like a scrolling. Weird- yeah so like I find myself like after I eat lunch I'm just like uh, 30 minutes later I'm like oh gosh I'm still sitting on the couch on my phone looking <laughs> what am I doing I changed my phone to grayscale mode I feel like I mentioned this on a podcast before but I never actually did it and oh. so yesterday I did that and it actually really works because it is terrible to look at a grayscale phone oh my gosh okay you're gonna have to tell me how to do that well I'll send you the instructions I have the instructions yeah. written down yeah, I think, I mean, nothing good comes from doom scrolling. So let's just get that out of here for 2024. Quit doing that. And then let's end on an in. We we haven't really said this one, but it kind of goes back to what we were talking about last week. Making bold choices. That's an in for 2024. That we're not going to be in. afraid of doing, it kind of like sums it all up. We're not going to be afraid of doing what we want. We're going to make bold choices for our life, for our business take care of ourselves, all of that. Make a bold choice. Yes. I love it. I think both of us have some bold choices we're going to be making this year. I think we do. 
I think we do, especially when it comes to the podcast, because if you didn't hear Lindsay drop it earlier, we're working on a website. We are. We're working on some 2024 goals that we recorded so we can hold ourselves accountable. Some big things coming. We're just... There are. We're very excited. We've actually had like some really interesting people reach out about uh, possibly being guests on the podcast. And so we're kind of working on getting all of that together. We've had like some really awesome feedback from listeners. We've had some bigger accounts kind of like recognize the podcast and talk about us a little bit. And so we're just very psyched and excited to see where this goes. And we just thank everyone for being a part of this ride and listening to a 45 minute long episode of us talking about ins and outs. (laughs) Yeah. Riffing on social media pressures. Oh my gosh. Well, I think that's it. That's it. I'd love I'd love to hear other people's ins and outs. Yeah. When we... drop, drop them in your mm-hmm. review that you leave for us. Yes, drop it in a review. Five stars. We would so appreciate that. And we'll talk to y'all next week. We'll talk soon. Bye guys. Bye.